0: Welcome to Boss Lady Energy. Boss
1: Boss Lady Lady Energy. Energy. Y'all, we got that Boss Lady Energy.
0: Welcome back to the show. I'm Kristen here with one of my lovely co-hosts, Nikki. What's going on, girl?
1: Hey, hey, Chris. How you this week?
0: How you be? What's going on? She's good. You know, talking in third person. (laughs) um, She good. Oh, that's the kind of week we had, huh,
1: Chris? (laughs) Do you know what day it is today when we're recording this? I'm I'm worried about you.
0: (laughs) Today is Wednesday. I do know that. This is one of the only days that I've known the actual day of because it is my nephew's birthday. So we are filming this on my nephew's birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Luke.
0: Yes. But anyways, (laughs) today we're going to be talking about what's next for us. Just the instability and the scheduling, the planning, what's happening for us over the next few months, the fears and all the things related to these things. But first, before we get into all of that, we got to get into girl, let me tell you.
1: Girl, let me tell you. It's so funny because usually I come to the table and I'm like, you guys, this, this, and this. Like I've always been that girl who's been like, oh, I'm doing this and this and that. I'm literally speak about these things before they happen. And I feel like this go-around of, like, future plans that I have for me and Jay and, like, just things in my life in general, I've actually been, like, moving like a ninja in silence. And I know you see those quotes Mm. on Instagram, like all the time of like let success be your noise and like all these things but like um it's funny because I literally haven't said a peep about like this stuff that I'm doing for my food blog and my food Instagram what um, what I'm up to but I will share something that I am doing I'm taking a course called 10k under 10k um it's by Mm -hmm. Chelsea and Kim they are two people in the foodie community that I've grown really close with um and they have this this course and it's amazing because If you don't have a big following on social media, a lot of people want to be an influencer, a micro-influencer, and work with brands and make money on the side for doing that, or freelance photography for brands, recipe development for brands, things like that. And these ladies Mm -hmm. are showing you, like, your following count on Instagram does not matter. doesn't matter. And they teach Mm -hmm. you these tips and tricks and templates to how to reach out to brands and, like, do all the things. So... I know that I'm really I did the food photography course. So I was doing really well with my photos like and video short form videos and reels and all that stuff has kind of, you know, elevated for me over the past year. Thank you so much. That means a lot. But now I've been neglecting the business side of things. So it's kind of like, you know, where I am at right now, I'm taking that course and shout out to Chelsea and Kim because they're amazing. You guys are into working with brands. Yeah. Chelsea Peachtree. And I can't think of Kim's last name right now, but um, they have 10K under 10K. Uh, that is their name of their um, Instagram. So if you guys awesome. want to learn how to work with brands and not just like for food photography, but like anything. Um, they really do have a really good uh, like course. It's like nine modules. It's it's really good. So shout out to them. Shout out, shout out. <laughs>
0: You've really been um, working <laughs> on yourself. It's so cool. So cool to I see know. just like career wise and like spiritually wise, like <laughs> spiritual wise, even though you won't admit it, it's all good. Um, I, I have, to have to take it in
1: baby steps, Chris. I know, I know you like want me to do the life, life af- and life you want me, I'm like life activation. Life activation. I'm like, I'm just starting to manifest. Like, can we just start there?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And I don't ever want to push anything on you. This is your free will and it's coming to you. And I love that it's coming to you because it, it will, if you, you know, embrace it and you slowly have. So it's cute. I love it.
1: Yeah, but what's going on with you? What's happening with the house? I know you gave us an update last
0: time. You guys were, like, done, right? Yeah, so um, did we talk after the guys came? Or was no, this I the soft open? This is the soft open.
1: How was it? Did the guys ruin yeah. your house?
0: <laughs> it was so good. No, I came back, and the house is actually clean. They made the bed. Like, oh. they're dads. Like, a couple of the guys are dads, so... <laughs> like one of them made the bed and I was like Michael who made the bed did you do this and he said no yeah. colby did you know he's a dad oh colby <laughs> oh my god okay dad of 3 um oh. so yeah he they gave us some ideas of some things that we could get maybe a new shower head and some other things like colby's like six seven, our friend and he michael took a picture of him and he was like standing in our shower <laughs> with the window open the oh no and his oh no and he was like Above the shower head. I'm oh, dying. I have to show you this photo. It's so funny. Yeah, you
1: should. Oh, no. But
0: but it's all good because he's like, this happens to me at every hotel I go to. Like, this is nothing new. Please don't get a new shower head because of this. He's like, you just have some, like, lime, you know, residue <laughs> on the shower head. So we're going to get a new Shower head, and then so silly. Some good He cozy told you spot. about the residue. Freaking on hilarious because he could see it. You know what I mean? Like he was in there, like six, seven. So, oh my funny. God. But no, they had a great time. Michael had, you know, his guys out. It just, I think he was happy to just have some time away and I was able to legit I drove through in and out and got a burger like the first night I went home drove there in and out got a meaty burger which we don't really eat beef anymore yeah um and so got that in a shake and went home and watched TV and passed out it was the best I had such a nice weekend for myself Woke up oh. in the morning, took a nap, like oh. at like nine a.m. because I wake up at six a.m. Now it's just yes, been, it, it's mm. been great. <laughs> oh my god, uh,
1: nap sounds amazing. I don't know, I, know. Uh, I take a nap every week. And Andrew always gives me shit Wait, for it. I love naps. I once, love naps.
0: Once on a weekend, dude. Michael no, I, I meant don't take like every weekend.
1: Nap? So sorry. <laughs> oh. I can't nap during the the, the, the workday. I don't have enough time. And a thirty minute nap? No, girl. I can't do thirty minutes. I gotta sleep for like a good forty five hour. I know it's bad for you because you wake up even more I'm tired. I'm sorry. But.
0: <laughs> but yeah, dude. Be astronauts. This is why Michael is so silly. He googled like the how long you should nap for like years ago, and twenty eight yeah. minutes is what the NASA astronauts say is the perfect amount of shut-eye, and then you can wake up rejuvenated. So we usually do 28 minutes to 30, because then you give yourself like two minutes to start to like get comfy, you know? Anyway, that's our nap schedule. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look at us so a tangent about naps. Okay, anyway, let's get back on track. We can sit here and go on tangents. It's crazy. Um, Okay, anyway, yes, with the house and the Airbnb, you guys are going to start putting it up,
0: right? Yeah, so we're going to get it up on Airbnb soon. Our friend Ryan and his wife are going to come out and they're going to stay here, just the two of them, and yeah. they'll shoot some photos, they'll do some drone oh. shots, hopefully within the next week or so, and then San Bernardino officially gave us our short-term rental permit this last weekend. So, yes. Heck yes, we're ready to go.
1: This is so exciting, Chris. I know it's been so freaking long for you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back because it hasn't been long. I know it's been a long journey, but you guys did this in such a short amount of time. People take literally years redoing
0: a house. So props to you and Michael. So excited for you guys. We know this. Yes. Busted our butts. But the (laughs) crazy thing, getting into our topic for today of like what's next we've been having really serious conversations about what's next. Like where Mm. are we going to live and what are we Mm. going to do? Because I can work really wherever I need to be at least an hour away from here because I'll need to be managing the property and be in charge of it. Basically, obviously with Michael, but by myself mainly. And yeah, we've been having some serious adult combos about, Where we're gonna be, and do we need to go back to LA? And yeah, it's been a lot, very serious combos. (laughs) Adult, it's it's crazy because
1: you know when me and Jarell got married, it was like okay, well back up. Before we got married, it was like we were roommates. You know what I mean? We were boyfriend and girlfriend, and then fiancés, but. There's that once you get married and you do, you move a certain way, that other person is affected. And it's so hard for me to sometimes wrap my head around that because there's talk of like, Mm -hmm. you know, what's next for me career-wise? What's next for Jarrell career-wise? What's next for us with kids? What's next for us where we're going to live? What's next with us? Yada, yada. yada. Like every time I turn a corner, there's always someone saying like, okay, well, like what's next? Like, when are you guys having kids? When are you doing this? And I'm like, can you guys just like, A, calm down about the kids? Like seriously, Mm -hmm. calm. Mm -hmm. Down. Yeah, we've
0: said this before on the pod. We've, people, listen,
1: <laughs> literally, just stop. Please stop asking because, like, it, it, it's not that I'm sitting here saying I don't want them. That would be a different story. Everyone would know that I don't want kids. If I didn't want kids, I do want kids. I'm just not ready to give up my time and my freedom. And every parent I've talked to has said, "Y'all can wait." Like, you don't get that time yeah. and that yeah, stuff back. Like, oh, so you're 30,
0: I, you're young. <laughs>
1: yes, they're like, wait as long as you it. can. <laughs> Um, but it's funny because like every, every move I feel like I make, I need to like always obviously talk it out with my husband, but I'm like, okay, like, but like when, then if we move this piece, then what is this piece going to do if we move this piece? And there's like so many moving parts that feel like they're happening right now in our lives. And I'm like, there's no stability. I feel like I'm just, I'm walking on water right now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) About to fall. And you're a scheduled person. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a scared, hey, Jesus walked on water, baby. Yeah. Wait, was it Jesus? Yes, it was Jesus. Yeah, it was Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Moses, Jesus, no. Je- Moses parted the red. Okay. Sorry, guys. Wow. Courtney would just skewer me right now. She would. Oh, my God. I apologize. Would. Yes, Jesus walked on water.
1: Jesus walked on water. Oh, my but,
0: God. But yeah, so I totally understand. I feel you, the stability. It's, it's, and especially with you being such a scheduled person, I know it, it, you have broken that down over the past year. Mm-hmm. You know, over the pod, even it's like you are still very regimented, but yeah. you're letting go. I see, yeah, of that. You know, holding on to that, and mm-hmm. and it's exciting. I know you have some exciting things you can't talk about on yeah. here, but potential things happening that you know could be really cool, and you're open to it, which is amazing.
1: I am. Um, I am definitely open arms, baby. Whatever life is supposed to happen, supposed to happen. It's. I feel like the the I hate always bringing up the pandemic but like we're still not out of it clearly like this this whole thing feels like there's no end in sight for me at least I don't I feel like a lot of America feels the same way but I feel like a lot of things have just changed for me over the past year and a half I know there's been we've talked about it before high highs low lows um and even for you mm-hmm. Chris like you've changed tremendously too and you know some of it I feel like you were forced into that change but it's it's all for the the better of what's supposed to happen and Instability, it, it sucks because that without being stable and knowing like having like, a, let's say a steady set source of income, you know, because a lot of people have lost their jobs and it, it brings that fear, that fear starts
0: to yeah. like tiptoe creep in. in. And that I would text. Did I text you that the other day? I was like, I'm um, yeah, we talked the other day and I was like, I just feel I've let that day and the day before I had just started to let fear like creep in even though I know this house is going to be a third source of income or fourth source of income for us technically. Um, so I should feel more stable, but I, I was thinking about it and I'm like, Oh my God, the mortgage is coming up. And then like, I start spiraling and like, I have that money. Like, I'm not just saying that like that money is here. We have it. We are abundant, like thankfully. But I start to think, okay, Well, what's going to happen next month Mm -hmm. and the next month? Are we going to have Mm -hmm. enough? Is, is, is it going Mm -hmm. to be rented enough? And, and are we going to, you know, is there going to be a horrible tenant? And like, so my, my wheels just start going and I'm like, am I going to book enough makeup gigs? And like, just crazy, just went down a rabbit hole. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because I'm going to start my period soon.
1: (laughs) But oh, yeah. Uh, just, just so you know, up. it is that is the definite like excuse for everything. I just uh, this is kind feeling because sure. I'm sorry, my period. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. And I have this prayer that I say when fear starts to creep in, and it, and it really helps. And it kind of just and if you don't pray or whatever you believe in, you just divert your mind with like saying things you're grateful for, like five things you're grateful for. Like that used to be what I would do, but now I have this prayer that I say that really helps kind of kick those feelings aside but Mm. it was so hard. I felt like I kept doing it all day. I'm like, nope, nope, kick you away. Nope, 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 this is not happening. But it's it's just, I feel like I've luckily found spirituality and that's kind of helped me get through those fearful moments. And also, it's just, it's life. Like, why do we take it so, so seriously? It it will work out. And I'm a hustler, so, and so is my husband. So it's like, if things started to go awry, we would- Mm. Move and make things happen. You, you know? would be
1: working at freaking, uh, let's say, a Target, a Starbucks, or something. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like, we would take those Target, jobs. Be, we yes. would take those jobs if we, <laughs> we had to, would. and we would because make it work. We would be fine. We would be fine, and that's exactly. something I was literally just telling Jay. I was like, no matter what we're doing, no matter you know what the the next few months, the next year looks like for us, like we will figure it out. I think we need to obviously come to the table and have those conversations, but. um you know at the end of the day I told him I was like I will support you in whatever you want to do and he's told me that multiple times over and so it's just right now like we've said last week and we've said multiple times I'm very 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 fortunate to have a dual house income because a lot of houses are not like that um yeah. and you know there's certain things you know for like you know I've reached these goals and I've done these things within the entertainment industry and now I'm like okay well like where's my next goal and where's my next thing and that's food photography and so I feel mm. like sometimes I let fear stop me from progressing in that direction because I'm sitting here yeah. like, what is it really that I'm scared of? Am I scared of success? Succeeding. Because I've literally <laughs> just worked my ass off to get to where I am right now to be successful. So why am I yeah. scared to like keep progressing forward? Like what, 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 it, health you know what I mean? insurance? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's just be honest. That is, that is literally the only thing that holds people really to their jobs. No health insurance, st- stable health insurance, maternity leave. There it is. I said it. But see, Honestly,
1: I feel like though, that's why people are leaving these corporate jobs and these things because they want that work life balance to have a maternity leave longer with their children. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you may- get
0: like four months off with corporate, yeah. which is so wonderful. Like I can't, you can't knock, corporate life because mm-hmm. that is so that is wonderful. But like we were saying in last week's episode or the week before, when was this? When we were talking about how it's 2021 and and women are just finally getting like childcare yeah. at the mm-hmm. office or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like that is why it's been so crazy and people, you know, leave their job after having kids because they can't mm-hmm. afford daycare because they're literally just working their job to pay for daycare and it's like what the point what's the point in that, you know? And a lot of women leave after they come back from maternity leave because I I do it too. reap those benefits while you can. And then, you know, figure out your next plan while you're or be a single family income and and head out, take care of your kids, because being a stay at home mom is a full time job.
1: It is. How did that happen? (laughs) I don't know. But no, seriously though, like it bringing, circling back to what we were talking about is like, what, what is it about fear that literally when it creeps in, it's almost paralyzing to, to, to what you're doing or what you're working towards. And I, I commend you for saying those things that you do, you say five things to try and get you push, push you past it. I mean, Mm -hmm. does that work for you? You know what I mean? Does it work for you every time? Or are you still sitting there doubting with the fear? sitting there
0: next to you you I mean then you'll never get anywhere to have a burning desire for something you'll make it happen like it, letting the doubt creep in that's just normal but I think saying or having an action plan as to like here's 10 things I can do to make it a reality and working toward them and I know that sounds so cliche but it really works like yeah I, Anything that you and I have created, you have a vision board. I see it when I come to your house, <sighs> yes. you know, and, and I have my journal and, and I write mm-hmm. these things down and it's basically my vision board, but written out. And, and we did these things in one of my spirituality classes, this pie chart of like eight things in your life that you want to, um, work on, Okay, whether it's health, sex, you know, relationship, career, um, your spiritual growth, whatever it is. And then you write like five things within each of those things that you want to work on. And it's amazing when you write it down and speak it Mm -hmm. over the few months, things start to happen and unfold. And then you look back at those things and you're like, oh my God, I've already done this, this and that. And if you Mm. write it or say it and make a vision board or whatever, it it really happens. Here we are talking about manifesting. No, no, seriously. I've seen it. We've seen it. Physically, ourselves, we've done it. We've made magic happen. We have. Yeah. Shit. So it's
1: I remember around the time of my wedding you guys were saying. Yeah (laughs) you guys were saying that you were going to enter into this like you were but you were already kind of into like the housing stuff with trying to find a property I know you guys were like looking around the time in May mm-hmm. around me and Courtney's weddings and I remember you 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 constantly had said something to me on a consistent basis you were like I'm 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 literally I am abundant I and you said all of these things consistently yeah. you've said it on the podcast you've said it to me and you know we've been talking off the pod and And it's funny because I was like, okay, Kristen over here with her abundance talk and like her spirituality shit. But like (laughs) jet ass, Kristen, like I, I was telling you when we were talking about what to talk about for this episode. And I'm like, even though I'm not into spirituality, I am sort of getting into the manifestation part of it because... It is so true when you say what you are internalizing in within you and what you're putting out into the world will come back into you in abundance if you are good to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're positive, you're gonna get positivity. Yeah. If you're negative, you're gonna get freaking negativity. Mm-hmm. And I have been, just been seeing yeah. that in so many examples over my life over the past few weeks. And I'm like, wow, Kristen was on to something. Maybe spirituality isn't so poo-poo.
0: <laughs> it's not even I love to hear that. But it's not even it's not even the last few weeks for you though, Nick. Like you mm-hmm. wanted to work at TMZ. And you made that dream a reality. You know what I mean? Like it took Uh, a while and you may feel like it took a long time mm -hmm. to other people. It happened overnight. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not seeing the behind the scenes of the work that you put in and the fear that happens when you're, you know, sending in that resume or sending a cold Hmm. email. If you never do it, the answer is always no. If you never ask, you never do, you know, any leap of faith. The answer will always be no. And, and if you put it out into the world, I truly believe it comes back. Dang. Yeah. Wow. How did we get here? But I kind of love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: I don't know what we're doing here on this episode, but here we go. You guys buckle up.
0: <laughs> we're on
1: a spiritual journey with Kristen. <laughs> I know, shoot. Um, love but it, no, yeah. you said leap of faith and, uh, it's something I've been like literally just toying with the idea of literally being like, do I make food photography? Like a full-time thing for me right now? It's a side hustle and I love it so much, but staying where I'm comfortable because I always know where my next dollar is coming from has been really hard for me to swallow. And I think it's because I'm such a type A person. Like I can't let that control go. And I've always been independent. You've known me whole time. I've known you. been an independent woman, had my own money, had my own car, (laughs) you know, so. Always. The most independent woman I know. (laughs) And now that I'm married, it feels icky to me to leave it all in Jay's hands does that make sense? Like I'm yeah. not pulling my weight. I'm, I'm slacking. If I do do mm. this, if I do jump, or if I do want to make food photography, my full thing and my full-time gig. And and he's the one motivating me to do these things and to take risks. But are so you, I don't know. and
0: you're avoiding, you know, it's avoidance. You speed. know,
1: what? you see I know. staying where I'm comfortable because I know my next dollar. I know every week I get paid. Yeah. And with, you know, doing your own thing well, and becoming that was your own me. boss. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. But you are, you are a boss and you are your own boss. It's it's so funny, this, like, we've been conditioned to think that because we have a boss or someone to tell us what to do, our life is in line. You know what I mean? Like, because God forbid we were in charge of our own life, we would just spiral. You know? You are such a scheduled human, you would you would have no issue. You would figure it out. You Nine to five, you're doing this, you know, or eight, yeah. eight to ten, you're doing this, and then 10 to 12, you're doing this. You're such a scheduled person. And like we've said multiple times in general (sighs) that you would be fine. I mean, I don't (sighs) know if that is right now, if that is Mm -hmm. in a year from now. Right. I mean, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. your higher self knows the truth. Your heart Mm -hmm. knows what you want. So if Jay is supporting you, I mean, go through your steps of how to make that happen for you. And, yeah. and I truly believe it's possible. I got the rug pulled out from under me, which was a blessing in disguise because yeah. I've been avoiding being my own boss for eight years now. So, yeah. you know, it, you can go either way here, but yeah. I'm very thankful that that happened. I mean, I don't wish that on you. But no,
1: no, no, no. It's fine.
0: Your steps for, you mm-hmm. know, how you would make it a reality, it's possible. And, and it's not all on Jay. It would never be all on Jay because you are such a hustler and you would never not be bringing in income as well or, you know, bringing to the household in any way, whether you're helping with your kids and re- child rearing, like that's right. a job too.
1: Right. But do you do you understand where where it feels icky for me? Because I am that scheduled regimented like, you know, person type a personality that I'm like, I got it. I got all this stuff. I'm good. I know I can handle my shit. And then I'm like, oh, by the way, you know, if I do, you know, decide to be my own boss and go down an entrepreneurial journey, am I going to be like, I, I'm just it makes me uncomfortable. And like, I guess success comes Are from you being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Exactly.
0: But also, are you uncomfortable because you think you might have to have like an allowance or use money from him? Is that maybe? Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe. And now that you put it like
0: that and like asking
1: for asking for money and permission is like, oh, like I haven't done that in literally years. So it feels. But also I'm like. We've just never had that type of relationship where he's never really had to be like, Can I borrow money? You know what I mean? It's not even borrowing. We're married now. It's yeah. basically both of our monies. But it's, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's just it's hard yeah. for me to be like, Hey, can I uh we gotta fill up the car, like you're gonna
0: it's just oh
1: oh, even me saying it, I can't yeah. even fucking say it. I can't even say it, Kristen. I can't even ask for money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not you're not gonna do it. I'm
1: not gonna be you're well. Not gonna I'm and not well you had to for like
0: five minutes, yeah. <laughs> Not well, bitch. I'm not if, well. If you had to for five minutes, <laughs> it would be okay. But I don't think you would ever be like, it's not like you're some gold digger, you know, just trying to. <laughs> yeah. Here love. I am, daddy. Like, Jay knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay knows he's got a hustler and he's I not know. even worried about it. That's why he's like, go I do whatever know. you want to do in life. I know. I know. I know. I know. I just, But you know, I mean, you're, Things change, you know. Like you and me, our dream jobs were to be in entertainment, were to be in front of the camera, to be in entertainment news, yeah. work at these top companies. Like, and sometimes your north star changes, or you just realize that your north star is now shining brighter than the other stars that were around that you thought, "Ooh, I want to do that. That looks fun." And you got stuck <laughs> in that for shiny a while. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But maybe, you know, that no, your actual North Star, I was writing my notes for this today and I'm like, that's what happened to me. Like, I, I thought this way and then people fed my ego and like, oh, I saw you on TV, this and that and this yeah. and that. And if the panoramic pandemic did anything for anyone, it was open all of our eyes to what the hell mm-hmm. I want with my life mm-hmm. and Why am I not doing exactly that? But even with leaving ET, my workflow changed minimally, but I've taken full on the reins of being the manager of this Airbnb and booking more gigs for myself and like managing my scheduling and, and working on the podcast and editing the podcast. Like, so, like I said, you know, my North star did not change. I think it was always in this similar lane. I just let, this shiny object on the side, excite me. And I got, I got stuck. I'm not going to lie. And, oh. and that's okay. It's to reprioritize. It's my life, not their life. It's your life, you know? Right. So taking charge and making change.
1: Yeah. And I agree with that. Like it's, it's, we talk about it often about like our parents and family seeing you on TV. I mean, my, my friggin' sister-in-law, she just sent me my nephew uh recognizing Auntie coco on tv and i literally like i was like in tears because i was like oh my gosh my parents say they saw me on tv today family Auntie coco is now being recognized because he's getting to an age where he recognizes people Mm. and faces and like loves them and it's it's so hard not to appreciate like how far i have come and how successful i am on tv But now it's like, like you said, the pandemic just changed bigger, like changed goals, changed what I want out of my long-term life. And isn't that what life is? Like moving on to bigger and better for you and your family. And it's just, it's hard because from the outside, being in Hollywood and working in entertainment news, like your job looks so glamorous to other people. People are so envious of you. Mm -hmm. For me, I've become so great at my job that it feels like cheating in a sense. Like I'm getting paid for what seems like nothing because I've gotten it down. I've got I've gotten so good at my craft. And now I'm like, oh, you need this? Bam, here you go. You got that? You, you need that handled? Bam, I got you. So it's like it's hard for me yeah, because back to the comfortability. It's like I'm sitting here being comfortable because I am so good at something. And so then starting something that I'm not good at, you know, potentially trying to make that become a full-time thing or to become something that I want down the road,
0: it's scary. It's so scary. It is scary. I never want to like be on my deathbed and wonder what if and knowing and I'm so thankful to have been able to bounce around and like I understand I'm privileged. I live in California. I grew up in Orange County, you know, like I get it. But my dad fucking hustled his ass off to get us where we were Right. and. We still were, you know, shopping at Payless and Ross. Like, I wasn't wearing seven jeans. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't my life just because I (laughs) lived in Orange County. You're fucking seven But, you know, I got my first job at 15 when I could, and I've been working ever since. And that is just, you know, you put in the work and you change and grow and evolve as you do when you're younger. Why not into your adulthood. I think that that's important. And it is easy, just like our parents, to stay and be in a job for 30 plus years and and be fine. I mean, that's fine. But there's the saying, jack of all trades, master of none. But the whole saying is a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So, in our lives when we're learning all of these things or like you're taking classes outside of what you do every day i took makeup courses outside of when i was working at tmz you yeah. know and got into the makeup world in that sense and like we've yeah. broadened our lives and and our skills huge like amounts of of things but like that's what we're here on earth to do is to explore and and enjoy all of these different facets and why are we letting fear You know, diminish those things that we could potentially excel at even further than where we're at now. I think there's there's something there, and and just because we're comfortable in one spot, getting uncomfortable, I think is better. The reason why I think we wanted to touch on this this this
1: topic this week for what's next is because you know me and Kristen obviously are friends outside of here, so we have a lot of side conversations. And when we were talking the past week, it was just like. You know, you were saying, Chris, you and Michael have always had a plan. You've always had a six month plan, a one year plan, yeah. a plan for next week. You know, there's always things like you say, I'm scheduled. You guys were pretty scheduled with your goals and things you wanted out of your life. And yeah, when we were talking, it was almost like you were like, OK, once we put this Airbnb up, in, you know, or like what what's going to happen? Are we going to live in La Quinta? are we going to go back to L.A.? Are we going li- to you know, know what I mean? There was just so many things that you were like, we literally yeah. are just flying by the seat of our pants right now
0: up in the air. And we had a conversation the other day last night, actually on our way home from the store. And I was like, I could be out here. And he was like, you're two hours away from your family. You're further away from your family than you were when you were in LA. Like you were only an hour and a half away. Now you're right. two, two and a half hours away. And I'm like, I totally understand that. I just, when I think about going back to the city life mm-hmm. and living the city life, it it is not, I don't think it's for me anymore. And I, I, it's a scary admission, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fine going back for a weekend. Like I'm so excited I get to see you guys this weekend, but I don't know if I could stay there as, as long. Like being near the beach, I love the beach cause like there's the ocean and then there's like nothing, you know, mm-hmm. out on the ocean is so calming. Cause when you look out, there's not a ton of stuff right. when you're looking out and that's how it is right. in the desert. Right. And I know the conditions are kind of crazy sometimes weather-wise. But it's so calming. And, and I think about getting back into it. And Michael's like, You're a master at makeup. Be that in LA yeah. and everywhere. Right. And I'm like, Right. I, I mean, he, he has
1: a freaking point, but I can also see your point because let's get into when, our, when I sit portion. So, cheers. What are you drinking oh, over yes. there? Oh, my yes when i said i should probably stop (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) cheers cheers speaking of moving a lot of people we talked about it over the pandemic have moved to these smaller cities and they getting out of the big city life and small suburban towns well kat von d just announced Mm -hmm. she's moving to indiana and closing down her high voltage tattoo parlor after 14 years
0: 14 years she put up on her so crazy
1: She said, the more time we spend out here, the more we realize that we feel more at home than we do here in L.A. And after much thought, we've decided we're going to permanently be moving to Indiana at the end of this year. We plan on selling this beautiful home here, and I will most likely open a private studio in Indiana once we are done with the house remodel there. This is nuts. This is crazy.
0: Like closing down High Voltage, which was L.A. Inc., you know, just so iconic. And I mean, Kat sold off her beauty business, and she's been kind of out of the game since she got married and had kids, but like, it's so, even the celebs are doing it. Like, look at Kanye. Kanye went Uh, to Wyoming before everybody started moving out the state, you know? He was like, bye, this is freaking insane. Uh, I'm not dealing with this. And they lived out in like Calabasas in the hills where there wasn't crazy city life. You literally took the words right out of my mouth.
1: Once celebrities are starting (laughs) to do it, it's almost like, okay Mm. what's happening really in these big cities like what is it now that everyone wants to go live in a suburban little podunk town in indiana you know or i know a lot of people have moved to texas and a lot of people have moved to like nashville
0: i'm like i think it's very telling if they're moving to texas nashville or florida (laughs) <laughs> um, But last year, Kat, Kat cited on that note, California's terrible policies, tyrannical government outreach and ridiculous taxing are amongst or and amongst so much other corruption were part of the motivation behind moving to begin with because yeah. and just wanting this. She wanted to be closer to nature. Wow. Yeah. Do I feel that so hard? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's just I mean, L.A.'s crazy. Everything going on just I don't know it there's so politics are where you know I there's just so many politics in California now that it's just insanity like it's so crazy yeah you can't I can't even go on Instagram without getting triggered um but anyway so I understand where Kat's coming from
1: Uh, but I understand where Michael was coming from too with telling you like you are two and a half hours away from your family because For me, I'm a four-hour plane ride away from my family. The the good thing about it is me and Jarell don't have to split our time in two different places because both of our families still live in the suburbs of Chicago. So we do get to go back on the same flight, and we don't have to like part our time for two days here and three days here around the holidays. So we are very lucky and fortunate in that side of things. But if I'm being honest, Jarell does not want to move back home to Chicago at all. And if we were to move back, there's some – you know, things and specifications that he wants. He wants to live in the city. I want to live in a suburb. You know, there's like so many things that we differ about if we were to move back home. (laughs) But for me, I'm like, you know, when we do have kids, I feel like it's very, very important to be like Kat said, in a small town. So in a suburb in Chicago, living Mm -hmm. where my family Mm -hmm. lives so that they can have a relationship with my kids. And I think that's kind of where my head at is, too, when I talk about long term things for me. Do I think LA is my forever home? I don't think so. Hey, I can't freaking afford crap yeah. out here, <laughs> you know, and shoot,
0: it's those so prices are just you rising can't
1: afford to buy right now.
0: You can't afford to buy. I right can't even now, afford to
1: rent mean. right now. No, I'm just, shut up. I'm
0: just kidding. Shut up. You guys are stuck. Get out. This girl just signed a contract. You're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm
1: fine. I'm
0: fine. But uh, you're fine. I'm just, I'm just no, playing. but I'm just I, am, I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's I just... I know what you mean.
0: It's so it's, freaking expensive. I, when, when we talked the other night, I was like, are we all moving back to Orange <laughs> County? Cal- are we all moving down to Orange County? Are we all moving down to Orange, Orange? County? Wait, Michael, what, are we going to be roommates? <laughs> I know. Michael goes, no.
1: Yeah. I know. What is it? Like, because no. technically that's his home too. Like him and Jarell are so anti I, moving no. back
0: home. So anti- Why? I know. He's like, absolutely not. Because he, he can work wherever. If this last year has not shown him Mm -hmm. anything it's shown him that he can literally work wherever people call on him as long as he's not working on this house he's available and crushes it Mm -hmm. he's fine working on music remotely but I think it's this like feeling like he's detached he's not you know in the mix with everybody and I'm like get me out the mix like and he's like we need to be in the mix, we can be a yeah. light in the darkness. If there's toxicity, like, let's bring light to it. You know, like, maybe that's right. the thought process behind how you're feeling about L.A. Like, flip the script. Stop thinking negatively about it because it's only going to perpetuate, just like we were saying earlier. Yeah. My feelings toward it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perpetually get worse because I'm like, oh, my God. And I let this cycle, you know, go yes. round and round. And But oh. it's, it's being married it's so different because I can't like what I'm attached to you and I love you. And you also have my son, Finn, um, our fur baby. So like I'm not you, but the two of us together. So I'm like, OK, well, we're not going to split ways like what we have to end up in some happy medium. Right. So for me, that is like beach cities like near you. I would love to if we could move back to the Redondo area where we were previously uh, before moving to. uh, What was it? The valley, I guess. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say North Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. but the mm-hmm. valley area, I, I just can't live there anymore. It's so freaking hot in the summer and there's, everyone is on top of each other. The homeless population has gotten insane. I know yes. that it's like that everywhere. Yep. But like, I just I don't know if I can do it if I'm not in an area that is suburban because that just seems to be as we get older as women we like our suburb we want to go to we love our suburban housewives like dead ass we do dead ass we need to go we need to go to a grocery store that has a parking lot okay I don't want to be street parking no I'm not doing it
1: you are speaking my (laughs) language girl I was I literally don't understand how like doctor offices in LA you have to pay for parking to go to the damn doctor.
0: (gasps) It's just ridiculous. Fell down from the ceiling. Hold on. Oh my God, it's crawling toward me. I don't have a shoe or anything. Nikki.
1: Do you have a napkin? What do you have?
0: (laughs) My water bottle. Look at this thing. First of all, I'm dead. We're leaving that in there because that was the funniest (laughs) shit I've ever had in my life. It shot down from the ceiling. I well, I saw you, how? like,
1: moving really weird, and I'm like, what's happening over there? <laughs> <Thank God it laughs> didn't
0: come down on me. I mean, oh thankfully God.
1: you had something to smash it with. Where would it be right now? Where would it be? <laughs>
0: I don't know. It, it, like, darted, too. It was one of those where it's, like, it's going to fight <laughs> you t- till the death. Like, I'm going to run... Oh, my God. So.
1: Oh, my okay. goodness. No. Okay. Anyway, let, we should probably wrap this up. We've been, like, on so many tangents, and we hope that you were able to follow that episode, because we were talking about everything. together, what's
0: just, next? Yeah.
1: Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. But we're we all, wanted to talk about this, because this is just... Like, this is honestly crap we're going through. And we just feel like Mm -hmm. if we're going through it, y'all are going through it, too. And whether you are a lawyer, a teacher, a stay-at-home mom, whatever your job is, don't just... It's not just us living in Hollywood feeling this. We know everyone is feeling this right now. Um, And, you know living in Hollywood, it is a little bit of a bubble. We kind of always, you know, have, I know for me, I have blinders on and sometimes I get jaded and, you know, because I wasn't affected in the pandemic, I'm over here complaining about certain things and talking about things like I have a reason to complain. I don't, I'm very blessed. And so when I see something from others and and then I have to be like, okay, I need to be grateful and humble for what I do have because yes. other people are struggling more than me. And so I have to give people grace and I have to, you know, let them, you know, I have to be I have to be humble and be very grateful aware. because I'm si- yeah aware thank you I'm over here complaining about god knows what and I'm just like god I'm I like I don't want to live in LA I'd like to live in the beach cities it's like and shut people, up. yes and people you know sometimes don't even have the opportunity to get out of you know someone's basement where they're living so it's like you yeah. know there's just so many things that I feel like uh, anyway anyway I digress I digress we are aware, and mm-hmm. sorry if we sounded like little spoiled California girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, sorry, But Gross. do you want to do a last word on this, Chris? Yeah, you, you kick it off.
0: I would yeah, love I'll, that. You I will kick, kick it, it off. off. I think um, you've got
1: this. And the whole reason why I wanted to do a last word, because I saw this um, – Right after we had spoken about what we were going to talk about this week. And it was from a fellow Instagram follower that I have on my food account. And she described that she needed to take a minute for herself away from everything because she was choosing to feel overwhelmed. So she was saying she was being presented Mm. with like all of these new opportunities and excitement. And instead of embracing that with gratitude and choose, she was kept choosing the word overwhelmed like a crutch. Like she kept saying, like, I'm overwhelmed like I like, oh, now this is added to my long list of to do things or like whatever she she wasn't approaching these like new like let's say brand deals that she was getting. She was like just choosing to f- like feel the word overwhelmed. So she immediately was moving to that emotion of overwhelmed and skipping over the good things. So she said it reminded her that sometimes we get stuck in such a feedback loop. Um, of emotion and we get comfortable staying in the same thought pattern and using the same words to sum up our experiences instead of living in the moment. So for me, this whole episode was about people thinking forward and planning ahead, myself included. And it's been my Mm -hmm. mantra lately that like is so unlike me. It's like literally the opposite nowadays Mm -hmm. um, that I want to stop and smell the roses and truly think about the blessings we all have to try and look past the bad because this too will pass
0: y'all. This too will pass. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) oh my gosh and you know allow yourself to to live in the present and what I've been doing a lot recently besides when the fear comes in just saying a little prayer you know saying five things that I'm grateful for is just planning a month ahead and that's it like really I'm only planning until the end of November right now And usually I'm like, oh, I've got this on my calendar for January and this and that. And I don't. And this is why the fear I think crept into is not having that plan, giving yourself the grace to not have that plan. I know Courtney has said that in the past as well. And to just let go and live, live day to day or live week to week if you have to, because really that's where Michael and I are at right now. Honestly, we are living day to day and week to week because that's all we can handle. Otherwise we will be overwhelmed like that girl that you follow and feedback loop will happen. We have to live day to day and be as present as possible. And I'm really even trying not to stress out about this weekend, which is in three days. I'm just really trying to be here today Mm -hmm. and be here with you. (laughs) And, and sometimes that's just taking a deep breath and letting go. Just take three deep breaths and have a second to yourself if you can. That's all.
1: On that note, we will see you guys all next week.
0: Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Start your week off with some Boss Lady energy every Monday. And send us your suggestions for future episodes. Slide into those DMs.
1: And follow us on social media at Boss Lady Energy Pod.